Hi, this is Jody Howe, and it's episode 11. Welcome to the Air That I Breathe podcast. My name is Jody Howe, and I'm just so grateful to have you here. So, are you longing for a peaceful mind? Do you struggle with anxiety, or do you just want to learn how to navigate through the mental storms of life? Well, God has laid it on my heart to start this podcast so I can share with you how He has worked in my life. You see, He's taken my secular breath away and has taught me to inhale this peace and hope. And I want that for you, too. In this podcast, I plan to share with you some tried-and-true methods of coping, offering daily and nightly devotionals, and of course, prayer, so you too can breathe a new air. So it's day 11, and my tip of the day, accept that you suffer from anxiety, and it is what it is, and trust that you will thrive again. We're doing a little mind over matter here today. You know, God tells us in Psalms 89:15, blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence. In scripture, God is open to all people from the day that the world began until today, an option in life. And to some of us believers, he's not an option. He's a necessity, but he gave us free will. And in this scripture, David is saying, Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, to honor you, to acknowledge you. And the blessed part is when they know who you are and believe who you are and follow who you are, they're going to walk in the light of God's presence. And we all know what the opposite of light is. That's darkness. What I love about that scripture is by acclaiming him, by accepting him, by believing in him, by following him, we walk in his light. And in his light gives us that peace and it gives us that strength, avoidance of darkness, peace in the mental storms. You know, friends, acceptance is key to the realization that you do in fact have a mental illness, yet you're not alone in the suffering. And it's really important to remember that the world suffers from hundreds of illnesses each and every day. And with that, the stigma specifically on mental illness needs to be erased, not lowered, erased, gone, because mental illness is no different than cancer, heart disease, diabetes, or or any other disease. You know, no one has ever asked to suffer from anxiety because it's disheartening. It's painful. But I'm here to tell you that it's manageable. And I've said this before, and I'll reiterate it. There are great resources, doctors, therapies, medicines. There's support groups. There's church. There's friendships. There's fellowships. There is so much out there to help you to learn to live with anxiety and to avoid it becoming a debilitating part of your days and livelihood. And the most beautiful thought you should always take away from your suffering is that the Lord loves you and doesn't want to see you suffer. Like anything in life that is a part of you, I believe you must own it. Because when you own it, it builds a strength in you. It doesn't have to become who you are. It's just a part of your makeup. But you know, if you find you use anxiety as an excuse to getting out of functions, like times with friends and family, work, school, 
basically you feel safest in isolation, then you may have a real condition called social anxiety disorder. It's a chronic mental health condition in which social interactions cause irrational anxiety. For people with social anxiety disorder, everyday social interactions cause irrational anxiety, fear, self-consciousness, basically embarrassment. And a lot of the symptoms may include excess fear of situations in which one may be judging you. You're worried about embarrassment or humiliation, or you're just concerned about offending someone. And if you feel like you're suffering from these symptoms, or if you fall under this category, please contact a mental health therapist because talk therapy, antidepressants, they can help in increasing your confidence and improve your ability to interact with others. So that's my PSA for this podcast. Let's pray. Dear Lord, please walk with me as I have moments of disappointment and sadness with this cross to bear. As I come to the realization that I'm not perfect, but I know that you are. And because you came to save us from sin and you've given us the promise of eternal life, I need more than ever in my life right now, you. I just wish I didn't have to deal with anxiety, Lord, but I know that you came to the cross to heal me from all of the world's problems. That the cross represents how your beautiful sacrifice gives me the opportunity to live an abundant life. I'm learning that if you overcame the world, I know that you can help me overcome anxiety. And with that, I want to thank you for the cross. And it's in your beautiful name. Amen. So it's night 11. And my tip of the night, before you go to bed, give your sleep to Jesus through prayer and meditation. You know, I know you're probably thinking, she talks a lot about sleep. Well, there's a reason for that. Number one, I value my sleep as a part of my self-improvement to my mind, body, and spirit. But more importantly, it really does affect our days. And if we lack sleep for just general reasons, let alone anxiety, it's going to be harder to tackle our anxiety through the following day. So that's why I bring up sleep and the importance of how we need to focus on it and prepare well for it. And by asking Jesus through prayer and meditation and telling him that you're just worried about fear creeping into the night and that you pray for a peaceful sleep, this gives you that backup plan that if you are awoken in the middle of the night, you know that you can turn your mind to him and his grace, his power bestows that peace. I know because I am a testimony to that. God tells us in Exodus thirty-three fourteen, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So there it is right there in scripture. Go to Christ before you go to sleep with that prayer and meditation and the rest will come. And as I've said, my sleep has always been very important to me. And, you know, for the most part, I've been a very good sleeper. Like I've really been successful at gaining seven to eight hours a night in sleep. But I can tell you, anxiety can definitely affect your sleep. And what I have found in addition to many of the tips in this podcast is that if you stay focused on Jesus, whether in prayer, worship, reading scripture, he will give you that sweet sleep that you so desperately want to have. 
You know, we take for granted simple parts of the human makeup, such as sleep, that even though it is naturally our mortal way that we have to have it or we can't survive, it can sometimes become unnatural and lacking if we're living our days in full force anxiety mode. By being prepared and providing yourself all the comforts of a potential sleep, which is avoid heavy eating or making bad drink choices before you go to bed, providing clean sheets, dimming or blacking the light in your room, aromatherapy with some beautiful essential oils, cool temperatures, white noise, soft reading before you go to bed, and having a panic attack backup plan with some kind of reading material that has positivity, prayer, meditation, go to a dim lit location, out of your bed if you're tossing and turning for more than 20 minutes, and just meditate, read, pray. If you have that backup plan, you might find those seven to eight hours of much needed rest can actually be attainable. So I know I talk a lot about sleep, but sometimes you got to put a little work into preparing for your sleep and honoring your sleep. Of course, I'll always encourage you to honor God before your eyes send you into a rested bliss. So let's pray. Dear God, on the seventh day, you rested and our bodies need it daily. You know, my fear is overwhelming and keeping me awake. And I ask that you work within my psyche to bring me to a place of peace so I can slumber away and praise you the next day. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for showing up. And just so you know, we are working on my website. So I hope to have that ready really, really soon. So if any of you have gone to it, I don't advertise it because it's still under construction. But probably within the next week or so, my website will be available where I will be providing this podcast along with some encouraging words and just testimonies and blogs and things that I just think are relevant in a day and in a climate where we are in a place of struggle, we are in a place of conflict, and we are in a place of needing Christ more than ever. Because if you're living life without God, here's a question for you. Really, how's that working out for you? Know that you are loved and know that you, like all of us, are in a broken world, but serve or can choose to serve a beautiful, sovereign, holy, and graceful God. Have a great one. I'll see you next time.